0: I can now finally say welcome back to the space Eye Collective podcast I'm your host Desmond Desi's dad Robinson and you only caught like two, two seconds of that conversation you didn't get the full combo it was not worth recording on that one it, it wasn't it, it wasn't because it's too it, I would say sometimes the very technical stuff really does like show like the behind the scenes stuff especially if we're talking about D&D they hear I'm like yeah eh, yeah I get that <laughs> Especially, like, I have no input. Like, and plus, Christian is going to be late on this episode. Um, asshole job! They don't they don't listen to this podcast. So I can even say their fucking job last minute made him work overtime. So fuck them. Um, but this system that Christian will, will like us uh, that we're going to be playing for our horror one shot is very. It's very. I've never experienced shit like this before so it's kind of new and playing with it well not playing with it just like reading through the whole 42 pages and then like it is it is more technical than what we do on D beyond like everything is like this is what you're gonna if you rolled so the character i rolled is a teamster which is a pie picked a pilot and you go according your loadout is according to what you only have you roll for your loadout i rolled fucking a standard crew attire, a nail gun, a headlamp, a satchel. So I was like, "Fuck." Hey, okay, no but gun. isn't the
1: pull. setting the setting's in a in a carnival? So like, are you a pilot of the Ferris wheel? Are you... oh,
0: it's, a, it's a in the oh, see that's see that's why we need him here. to, car, the to the space
2: station, I, I, I,
0: I, I thought
1: he said it was a carnival.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a space station. Maybe it's well.
2: killer clowns from outer
1: space. <laughs> in the D anD, d it's a thing. You know what? Well, Did they you change you're... it?
3: We're, We're gonna have to clarify this later because those are two wildly different things. Yeah. That I would kind of like to know before slaving away making my character. I
0: because I was go- I, I went in. I thought we was gonna, I was gonna be a pilot working on the Unless ship.
1: You guys like changed it like after no, I left.
0: No, I literally thought it was it was space setting. I remember I, I was
4: not here for the discussion of it. I know I. Overheard the one shot of the carnival. And I, I have one shot, the uh, the space setting. I can't remember
3: the the person that can actually tell us what it is. Target That's number really one.
0: Oh god. Giving them That's let's so give long, let's give them a minute to uh s- themselves situated and let's go the normal regular The already <laughs> I can already tell, fried onion. Jason Dean.
3: Oh, yeah. I'm I'm fried. I'm fried as fuck.
0: Roll <laughs> call. Making their way back to the podcast. We have uh, Quantum Limits. Yo, yo, yo. The... I had the word for who who is very good at wine selection and I, learned, I just blank.
3: Connoisseur?
0: Not, it's not connoisseur. Somalia. Yes, the Somalia. Somalia. The Somalia.
3: Somalia. I was close.
0: The sommelier of wines. We have Benito Lavario. Yeah. <laughs> Still French. Making the way home. Literally. <laughs> Zell. Patty Hay. And finally in <laughs> public enemy number one. Not well, Not They're not literally public enemy number one. <laughs> but we we need some clarification
5: from one DM. The Dame Lama Rider. Oh God! Why? What? 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 What did I miss? We okay.
1: First of all, what are you murdering in your house right now? Like, what were you slapping at and stomping on?
5: Oh, um, uh, stomping. Stomping was my chair out of nowhere snapping back and hitting me in the back and scaring me, so I smacked it back.
0: Um, I saw the end of that.
5: (laughs) And the other thing was. Needing to crack my wrist, being slightly frustrated, so I decided to choke my wrist until it cracked. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, then, so, like, if you want clarification, that's what the fuck
0: just happened. Well, this clarification is the horror one shot set in a carnival setting or a space setting? Yes. Carnival. The it's it's killer
5: a
1: space comes space from outer of space, 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 like I said. It's <laughs> a space carnival? Yes. I'm going to be
5: Ooh, what's that uh, oh, new new-ish movie that's coming out that's kind of like that? Like a UFO Oh, I like movie. how you think I'm not making it concurrently clowns and space.
1: Fantastic. Fantastic.
0: I was right on the uh, on the best of both worlds part. Yes, <laughs>
5: it was. And it's probably recorded. <laughs> it's probably it's on record. You know, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be very interesting. Just because, like, I, I was reading up on so much mothership stuff today for that system. And like, because already, I've already played it, I like it. I know how to play it. I've just never ran it before, and it's like I'm. I'm just trying to make sure that I remember the rules and don't automatically default to D and D rules.
0: So <laughs> it will not only be new for you, but it'll be new for us.
5: It'll be new for you guys. I hope you guys enjoy it. I don't know how many of you guys have had a chance to look at the sheet that I dropped t- uh, today, but there are m- major differences in the way that it plays from D and D versus Mothership, but. Um, the 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 like thing that i'm making i'm basing off of a D 5e thing anyways so i'm kind of converting it for mothership and uh yeah i'm very excited i hope you guys enjoy it collectively so everyone, have... sorry go ahead
1: oh no sorry it's just looking at the thing sorry go ahead
0: i was gonna say collectively everyone is waiting until after the podcast actually to discuss with you on making the character sheets
1: so <laughs> i haven't <laughs> looked yet <Yeah. laughs>
0: i was
5: See? assuming so i think <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Man. I just got used to D and D. I gotta figure out how to play this one. <laughs>
5: well mothership mothership isn't that far off. Since you already know D and D it's a little bit easier because obviously you're already like you're already up on role playing in general, which is fine. The only real differences is what you roll for stats. The only real differences are three things. Your stats, you have way less stats, mm-hmm. so it's easier to track. Your roles are not D20 based, they're D100 based. And this game, every single session I'm trying to kill you and characters are expendable.
3: <laughs>
5: like it's like trying okay, to survive. So a horror
3: you horror not movie. get emotionally attached to what Yeah, you're no, it's
5: me. like trying to survive a horror movie. T- I don't know how somehow I've managed to have the same character over 3 sessions, but that's a weird thing. I'm gonna try my best. Actually, I do know <laughs> how. I should
3: just make <laughs> oh, a standard white girl in a horror
1: movie. Actually, it would be so funny. I do are actually we- are we calling this the Sparnival? The Sparnival? You it's can a... call it the Sparnival. You can
5: call it the Sparnival. It's- it's- because, okay, it's like- it's like, in my head, in my head, it's like what happens when you mix carn Evil and- and Alien and The Thing.
1: Oh dear god.
5: Or or you mix it's like if you mix all three of those things, that's what I'm trying to go for aesthetic wise.
1: Okay, so that sounds like a not fun house then. The
5: not fun. No. Yeah. You're going to find this out tomorrow, and it's going to be like right in the beginning, so I don't mind. Uh, well, no. No. Yeah, no. Don't no, talk, no. Yeah. yeah, keep it quiet. I'll just, keep it to you, I'll just No wait. Clippy.
1: No Clippy.
5: <laughs> you, no, here's the thing Clippy is gone for tomorrow. <laughs> no, no. Well, okay. Oh no! That's not true because I gotta help you guys play a system that you've never played. Before. But Clippy
1: um, has gone evil.
5: But no, this is like what happens. This is what happens if Clippy was invented from by Fromsoft.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: so, 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 oh, basically, so basically,
0: so basically, we're essentially playing a version of the Axe, horror, Axe Home Horror Short um, One Shot. In a way, <laughs> except this is way more horror. Awesome.
5: It's way more horror.
0: I already, uh, I, I already got, I already know I'm expected to die more here than there. So let's go, let's rock it. Hey,
5: if you right. die, you die. But oh, I yeah. know.
0: Why do you think I picked the goofy ass name?
5: No, I like that name. I like that name. I won't. I won't. If you haven't told it to everyone dick yet, hopper. I won't spoil it. Oh, I already told them. Okay, dick, yeah. hopper. dick hopper Yeah. That's
3: a dick Hopper.
5: Dick Hopper. it's like it's like are you gonna ride with Dick Hopper? Yeah. <laughs> He's a pilot.
3: Oh my god. Oh what the fuck is this skill tree? I'm I So do, I, the skill tree
5: think about it this way. You take one in in the far left, so you get one like expertise, one uh one mastery and one like um like uh, focus or whatever. Like, Ooh. So you have three different levels of those and whatever you try,
3: expert and master.
5: Exactly. So you get one of each. Um, you get one of each, but depending on where you start on the first one, that's the trees you can branch out to for the next ones.
0: Yeah, so for mine, okay. for Teamster, it tells me I get industrial equipment, zero G, one bonus and one expertise. Nice. So... I picked yeah. industrial oh obviously industrial equipment. I picked um for one for trained, obviously piloting and then
3: right. for Oh, I hate that stress for, is a stat.
0: And for, for the stress ex- is
3: a
5: very important stat
0: in this. I
3: know. And then yeah. for the
0: extra just... for the okay. extra train, I picked um Jerry Jerry uh, Jerry Rigging.
5: Jerry rigging. Jerry rigging is pretty handy, honestly. I was like, "Oh you yeah!" Can't
2: wait to read for everything.
5: The if you want an example of like like characters that I have used, uh, one of my favorite characters, well, so far my only character I've used for Mothership has been um, a a scientist that I made. That was a doctor named Doctor Chewy, and basically, it's what happens when you make you take your mechanic uncle and give him a PhD. <laughs> I love because that. literally, <laughs> it's like I and I shit you not. And I can do this because this is my people, okay. <laughs> but the whole fucking game, the whole fucking game, I'm like, yes, I'm going to for, to check your leg. No scream. So and then I, and it's very specifically that thing of like one of the other characters, because in my mind, right, my I don't know how my character survived this long. Somehow my character survived a lot, but in my mind, I'm like, I'm building this character as if he is the one. He is the. Multilingual character that nobody fucking understands in the horror movie, and either he somehow is the second to last to die, or he dies right in the beginning. So if I don't die right in the beginning, I'm good for the rest of the game at least.
1: <laughs> that was Man, my strategy, and
5: why I made a character like that.
1: I hope I, I can get like struggling. um like like uh what is it? Deep blue sea, like Samuel L. Jackson, like have that big like fucking oh speech. God. Oh like, rousing God. speech to be like, come on, guys, we gotta get our shit together, get the fuck out of here, and then, like... It okay. might happen.
5: It you might have to
1: be because fucking
5: funny. That's, that's the thing I'm, I'm, I'm wondering right now, because, like, I'm trying to... Okay, I have all the pieces in place. I have all the pieces in place. My only thing is, right now, I know there's a lot of set pieces, technically. Where it's like, I set you guys up in the areas, and then you do what you want, but whatever, whatever, right? Um, there's a lot of set pieces. What I'm hoping for is, like, a couple tension notes that, like, in the in-between travel scenes, where I'm, I'm... That's where the moves Bush needs to come in. I'm not quite sure how to do that yet, but I feel like I'm gonna come up with that on the fly tomorrow, most likely.
0: So yeah. I u- I use Pick crew, um, to make, a uh, Dick.
5: Yeah, there's an image of Dick Hopper that exists. And it's so funny, too, because I literally used that Pick crew today to make it, to make a version of myself I wish I looked like. <laughs>
0: way, <laughs> i'm like i showed my brother that he's like would you shave the side of your head and i was like no for some i don't know how y'all do it with those with long hair because all day it felt like a fucking fly was going near my ear but i've kept
5: it going like you know that's my fucking hair <laughs> you know what happens you get annoyed at it it absolutely still happens yeah it doesn't it stop left. it does you just either get used to it or you wait for your hair to get long enough to where it naturally pulls past your face. yeah,
0: that's gonna be like another three years,
5: but <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it does take a while, so either you just straight up get used to it or you don't it yes. just it just never does. you know one of the most annoying things like that that still happens to me now I can't drive with my hair undone and my window's down. I' bad. now. Like if I drive with yeah. my down and my hair not in a not in a knot or something, like yep. I basically am driving blind.
1: Yeah, I mean, it fucking hurts as it like whips across your face, but I, then I, like the knots you're gonna have in it by the time you get home or wherever you're going. Oh no!
5: I've gotten used to literally singing with my own hair in my mouth because I'll be singing full force, full force in my car and it'll whip into my mouth, and instead of immediately recoiling and, like, naturally jutting and moving the wheel, I just finish the note with the hair in my mouth. It'd be like that sometimes, though. Right? Right? Your microphone? Like, it's just my hair, I, I'll leave it and adjust it the second I have access to my hands.
0: I had a very lewd joke, but I'm not gonna
5: say it. Yes, and it is like that, too. <laughs> 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 yes, that's a problem during then too. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's very annoying it is I'm not
3: I'm not going to ask for elaboration on that yeah. I will say blissfully ignorant
5: I, either, either just be blissfully ignorant or, or those of you that know know if you know you know that's all I'm saying yep <laughs> thank you Zell <laughs> see, see, sometimes
0: it just comes out of left field
5: It's it's so funny when I get to fluster Taz. It's not. No no no, it's not. You didn't fluster me. I said
0: I I'm the one who started with the lewd joke, and I was going to say, but I was like, no. Okay, fluster yourself. (laughs) We're trying not to go back to the giant contrab robot. We we're still like giant contrab robot when we say lewd shit, but like. The version before we had Benny and everyone else in the group.
5: As the only one who ever makes it like the giant contraband robot is you, who keeps it.
0: I understand that, <laughs> but there is there is some lewd jokes you
5: you said. I know, I know, and you know what the you know what upsets me? I don't fucking remember what jokes I made, and my partner listens to the podcast and is listening through them on purpose. Oh,
0: this, Oh my God, we're gonna we're gonna need an update from Oz. We're gonna, need, we're gonna need an update. Like, where are they at in the one hundred and? This is technically the one hundred eightieth episode. So,
5: yo, Jesus! Episode wow. one eighty. We're already almost to two hundred. We're almost. I I remember the one hundred
0: canonically, one oh eight um one uh, we're uh, one eighty. We're going by Space Oddity by one. Let me pull up the file.
5: I'll go with the 180 because it counts as how long we've been doing this. Yeah, and if big uh, yeah. name companies can pretend like their companies have been open for over 100 years because two companies gathered together and both of them separately were open over 50 years, then I get to have that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so this is technically episode 68. Well, the podcast is officially 180.
5: Nice. Sorry, so, I got on my way home. So if, yeah. if, if Onion can have cereal, I can have nuggets. <laughs> Ooh, nuggets.
3: That's valid. I actually had steak and shake cheese fries today.
5: Ooh. Nice. I got God. I got me some uh, some Wendy's spicy nuggets with the ghost pepper sauce and bacon uh, and fry. Bacon eater fries. I got
3: crumbled that for you. Nice.
5: I Except I'm slightly annoyed because... My dog spilled my drink as I was coming in the house. Frustration. Oof. Oof. I got that. So, soon, I might have tacos burger. tomorrow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm. That's why I have a cat. My cat would just look at my food and keep on walking.
5: Uh, yeah. 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 I but had... I feel like a cat would still push my shit off of it. Like, I feel like a cat would still is still within the capacity of being able to look at me in the eye, see my drink on the counter, and push it over on purpose.
0: Oh, yeah. But then there there are cats that I've been looking. I don't have TikTok, so I live vicariously on um, Instagram. There are cats. There was one cat I caught um, stole their owner's burrito. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for them. Um, another cat straight up took um their owner's chicken wing. I was like, oh, that cat's going to fuck that chicken wing up.
5: Yo, yo, but like why do I kind of want to make wings for me and the cat? Where like I take into account that I gotta make an extra two for the cat. I do it. Let let the cat (laughs) enjoy the wings. I'm like, there you go. You have your plate, good sir. I'll have mine. Yours no spice. Mine all. Yep. Mine all the spice. Mine all the spice. You
0: don't want to kill your cats by giving them garlic or um,
5: basically everything you can put on your chicken. Exactly. I would basically just give them would fried chicken be okay if it was literally just oil?
4: No. No. No.
0: The fact, no. That's why said owner was chasing after said cap. Got you.
4: I'm about to lose service, y'all. So as soon as I get situated at the house, I will pop back in on in for
2: this Discord. <laughs> all right.
0: Podcast combo. Love then, you all and stay, safe. stay safe. See you around. In the meantime, if Benny is ready. Shall we get to your movie corner?
2: <laughs>
0: um, sure. In Benny's movie corner. We're back yeah. at the desk. What are we written this time?
1: Um, so I uh, didn't go overboard with like thirty plus movies like I did last year. Just uh, keeping it keeping it simple. This episode, which is five movies uh, it, today,
5: that means I lost. So, him.
1: <laughs> i mean i feel like last year when i did like 30 movies across the month like it was it was a lot you know mm-hmm. it's hard to be like you this is why you should watch this this is so great um
5: yeah. i think it's a perfect opportunity for for always leaving wanting more
1: yeah <laughs> um so yeah uh i guess with this. I'll start off with the So Bad It's Good type movie. Okay. Um, and today I uh, offer up Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Now this movie was made in the early 80s. 81 I want to say. Um, and it stars literally you everyone uh from you know i know their face from somewhere i have seen this person before uh so literally every character actor ever is in this movie and if you're kind of like me when i watch movies and i see someone's face i recognize i spend a good five minutes trying to think about (laughs) where i've seen these people before um, but the premise of Dark Knight of the Scarecrow is a wrongfully convicted, um, like, it was the 80s, so, like, this is one of those taken with a grain of salt, but, uh, a simple man, I think is as they described him in the movie, but mentally challenged, uh, mm-hmm. older man who is, you know, mentally like a child. Right. Um, and, um, he is wrongfully murdered because a vigilante group thinks that he murdered this child when in fact he saved her from a dog dogfight. Mm. She, she was his, like, I guess best friend? Um, again, you know. Judge him. Right, right. Um, and so this little, like, group of five vigilantes uh, brutally murder him. Um... And uh, get away with the murder because, you know, the justice system is bullshit. Um, And then later on, um, uh, a scarecrow starts popping up in front of the houses of the vigilante group. And they start dying in very, very mysterious ways.
5: I wonder Um, why...
1: I wonder who it could be. Uh, so it's just, again, it's that, that's so bad. It's good. It's just, it's super cheesy. It's just, it's a fun popcorn flick. Like, fucking put it on, throw back the popcorn, and enjoy a dumb dumb film.
5: (laughs) Um, that sounds, that sounds like a good one I should watch this month.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next three I'm offering up are actually very recent movies. And by very recent, all three of these came out this year. But they're all fucking fantastic. And you should definitely watch them. So I'm going to start off with Barbarian, which just oh. released... I want to say it was last month. Yeah. Um, And this is sort of how... I want to say, like, a movie is done right from, like, quote-unquote press to, like, release. Because they only have the one trailer they showed. Like, they didn't, they didn't do, like, three different trailers that show you the whole fucking plot. They're like, it's just this one trailer. So you're like, okay, I kind of don't know. Like, she goes into this house with this weird man. Okay, fucking looks stupid. But then, doesn't show anything about the movie. So the whole time you're watching this movie, you're just like what the fuck like you think you know where it's going but you don't you fucking don't it goes so hard off the rails um but it's just got like great characters um and the writer and director of this um was part of the comedic troupe the whitest kids you know oh
5: my god really
1: yeah And so now I'm just like with him and with Jordan Peele. I'm just like, can we give like more comedic writers horror movies?
5: (laughs) Comedy and tragedy, both sides of the same coin. It's like they're some of the best like actors I've ever seen as far as emotional play.
1: Just so good. Um, It's basically like three main characters that you're kind of following through the whole movie um but they kind of all feel a little bit realized um like genuine people it's one of those things you kind of understand um why they sort of do some of the things they do the comedy bits that are in it are in like just great but so it's not like undercutting the horror or like overstaying the comedy or like undershooting the horror it's just it's very very well done movie yeah. please if it's still in theaters in your area please like go give it money support it i want more original movies um like this i don't want to like say anything else about the plot just to like have everyone go in as blank as you can because that's the best way to view honestly this movie i most movies for sure but like this movie and especially my next movie which released in march of this year and it's called x and it is i guess the best way to describe it is if you took Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Zack and Mary make a porno.
5: Oh my god, yeah, you mentioned something about this.
1: Yeah, and just throw them together. And that, it why sounds...
5: why it shouldn't work.
1: So fucking bonkers, but it's like the best kind of bonkers. So it takes place like the movies in I think it's like 1979 is when it takes place in the movie. And yeah, it's this group of characters going out to this fucking way out in bumfuck nowhere farmhouse because they could easily just rent uh, a room with them Mm -hmm. but they're literally going there just to make a porno not just any porno you know a fancy porno yeah a porno with story like a porno with heart with plot not just hard-ons
5: yeah, you know, you gotta give the people something to skip through the first ten minutes.
1: Exactly! <laughs> and again, it's another movie that had, like, all the characters, all the people that are making the porno are realized characters, you like, genuinely like them, even the ones that are kind of douchebaggery, because you're just like, oh, he's a douche with a heart, though. Like, mm, Okay. And it's just, again, another one where you sort of expect where it's going. And there's a lot of stuff that you're like, okay, uh, your time is up. You're going to die. But it's also like when the killing starts, you're also like, mm, okay, mm. okay, well.
5: Yeah. Well, shit, we're here now.
1: Yep. Um, and it definitely doesn't, um, I don't want to say it doesn't skimp on the scenes because there are some parts it uses brutality effectively i guess is what i should say so it's not overly brutal but like the times that it's like you're like oh fuck did i really need to see that you're like "Mm, okay so like like,
5: actually it, it sounds like it's actually taking the tropes of what shock horror should be and actually
1: using them effectively Yes, yes, and so this is uh by writer director Ty West, and I definitely recommend watching a lot of his other movies that he has done um because he's just he's a really good filmmaker that's kind of those ones where you can see that he um learns from like each movie and he grows from each movie and he tries new things mm. with each movie and i. Hey, you know, always X.
0: appreciate X is the one I that got... has K Cuddy in it,
5: right? Yes. Okay. Oh. Hey, yeah. Well, I ain't got nothing against uh, a tie anything. As long and as... there's,
1: okay, so this isn't really a spoiler, but it's just, it's such a funny it's such a funny scene to me. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a scene where someone knocks on the door and he answers, and he is completely nude, but he's filmed in shadow, so you can't obviously see the full frontal nudity from the front, except for the long dankly shadow bit mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say between the lit which is just it's it's hysterical that they're just the twigs and berries. They're using they're using the shadows to highlight the parts that are in sh- it's just it's funny.
5: It sounds like it sounds like Benny had an experience watching this.
1: Movie. <laughs> I did not, unless it was just hysterically laughing. But that, that an is experience is an experience. Yeah. Um. In the follow up to X, which is very important, if you guys watch this movie, you do have to watch X first, first? and then Why? you go and watch Pearl because Pearl just released this month. I thought Pearl came out,
0: I think Pearl was, wasn't Pearl last month, or like, during August? Because I remember seeing, I remember seeing the trailers to that, let me look that up.
1: Yeah. Um. Meet myself. So, Pearl is, uh, technically a prequel of X.
5: Oh, okay. But it's a prequel that understands you watched the first one, probably.
1: Yes, it will make so much more sense and add extra context for X.
5: Yep, uh,
0: September 16th, so yep, you was right, last, last month.
1: Um, and so this one, I don't want to obviously tell too much of the detail of, because it's a bit spoilery for uh, X. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and yeah. Um, but it's just a, um, and it's, it's so wildly different from X. And that's what I think is very fascinating to me. I personally think X is the better movie. Pearl is still really good, but just because they're so vastly different, if people were to watch Pearl first, um... might not want to go watch X is I guess what I'm saying which is why I think it's very important to watch X X first because you are getting a backstory of a character from X and it um, is very much just like a weird like almost psychological breakdown that has like vibes of Wizard of Oz which is weird to say because it's but it's they're there it's like homage okay (laughs) um but also just yeah like Hmm. um psychological breakdown of a character (laughs) from from x (laughs) why does it
5: feel like every time you're saying x like you're using that as a placeholder name for the actual movie
1: right (laughs) doesn't it yeah yeah um So anyway, I feel like you're about
5: to ask me a math question and then be like, "Okay, so solve for X.
1: Solve for X here, guys. (laughs) What does Pearl have to do with X? You will be quizzed on this. (laughs) Um, And then uh, the thing that gets me most excited with these movies, uh, Anti-West, is because at the end of Pearl, and this isn't really uh, a spoiler. Um, I'm not going to say the name uh, because it is like, but like, confirm that a third movie in this series A prequel
5: or a sequel to the first one?
1: Sequel to the first one. Cool. And so I'm like, super fucking hyped for that one. And I was just like, man, if he can get it released before like, March of 2023 he will have done something like nobody else is really dead by releasing like a trilogy of mo- like a surprise trilogy of movies within 12 months oh
5: my god like wow just that's weird to think about
1: yeah yeah um so again give more love to all three of these movies because they're all super fucking original um new type properties. I don't want to say trying new things, but they use the standard tropes effectively and kind of breathe fresh air into them. Um, also, they're both just great filmmakers, so get all those more one.
5: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with using the cliches. As long as you know what you're doing, you do them well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um and my final movie recommendation of the night is a movie came out a few years ago called Summer of Eighty Four. And at least title wise. It is um I guess kind of like a mashup of the Goonies and Rear Window. So like um just to set Set the stage, uh, a neighbor moves across the street from this kid. So, new neighbor, he's a police officer. Um, kids Get like, up, okay, office. whatever. Yeah, like douchey douchey cop. Um, no. except of course all the parents think he's like just the bee sneeze. Uh but the kid suspects him <laughs> of being a murderer. <laughs> and so then ropes uh his friends and uh to helping him investigate uh this guy and so again like it's i don't want to say it has (laughs) yeah like i don't want to say it has stranger things vibes because like kind of yes but not really um
5: does it have super eight vibes
1: a little bit more super eight yeah Mm -hmm. a little bit more super eight uh, cause they even have it, they use a camera in this one. So yeah, that's a bit, that's a bit closer. Okay. Um, so yeah, but, so
5: like neighborhood kids that are all friends that are like, like trying to investigate something that adults don't understand.
1: Right. Right. And they keep getting, you know, like a little bit gaslit by the adults or the adults keep mm-hmm. like, just like pushing them away, being like, stop it. And yeah. like the guy is clearly like threatening them, but not threatening them. And so like, it just sort of escalates. But I say all that because then I want to say it's this movie treats um, this premise realistically. So, like, realistically, what would happen if a bunch of kids investigate someone that they think...
5: A bunch of kids are going to fucking die. That's what's going to happen. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) So, this one, I highly... I highly recommend, oh, but it. with this recommendation, I will suggest um, a, a, a squishy pillow, or <laughs> a squishy thing, uh, or to make sure you have a Happy She-Hulk episode queued up.
5: Oh no!
1: For to you gonna watch it right before I go to bed. Right after. Like, I'm gonna um, need
5: to shake this feeling off before I it's go to bed, Juju.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it's it's very enjoyable. It's very entertaining, and it just sort of, um, wraps things up with the best of question marks. That's all I'm gonna say. And that's it. Those are my those are my five this week. Well, those
5: are very, very, very interesting choices.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They were they were a little bit of a of a horror spectrum there for you. Oh, I'm definitely gonna watch
0: it because um, this is gonna sound fucked up. I don't mind seeing kids getting killed or kids or teens getting killed in horror movies because context. Because one, it's like when they when kids are in horror movies, like why the fuck they're here? They they do they nothing happens to them. They do nothing for the fucking narrative of the story. Until I watch it for the very first time as a kid
1: i was gonna say I was gonna say we had this fucking conversation last year where you were just like i hate when kids die in movies no yes
5: i did clarify trick or treat changed that now it's not like we have a record of it oh Mm-mm.
2: Mm-mm.
5: we'll have to check it yeah i did say trick or treat proved like oh
0: you're treating the kids like the adults because the kids were acting like adults by terrorizing their classmate and they deserve what they got. I remember specifically saying if it fits narratively on why the kids have to die, I no. don't I don't mind it. When it's a oh, need, yeah. when it's a needless death, like why? why like is kid death? Nah. Kid death with porpoise? Now I think where, where, where this is coming from, I think earlier this year when I finally watched all um, all three uh Fear Street back to back, when I was talking about um, movie two of Fear Street, um, 70, was it 74 or
1: 76? Oh, we were talking with fucking, it was Yumi and Ray, and it was the first movie of Fear Street, and you were bitching up a storm because the kids died in that movie.
0: No, 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 no yes was, it was part, yes. it was part two no i was like no i remember no no part, i no. this one i remember part one i was no. playing why is the main character i'm supposed to be rooting for the main character why is the main the main, main character making me not root for her i'd rather let the dude who's always high who's trying to hook up with um the other chick why they wait quantum <laughs> and qua- wait wait quantum and it's jason did Jocelyn Huh? I will be quiet. I would not spoil Fear Street.
1: <laughs> yeah. You mean like when you spoiled it for Ray during our podcast?
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, That's
4: right. <laughs> what are we done spoiling for me?
1: What? Fear
0: the uh, Street. It's a, a, a very good um, three part that trilogy. That came out Arf.
1: last summer, 2021. And so I... we talked about it last year. I thought we talked about it this year. No,
0: I'm pretty sure. You know, I'm going back through the episodes. I'm pretty sure we talked about it this year. For I will. <laughs> the thing we this. have the records. The records.
1: Callista. Cool um. That's but anyway, while well, uh, Des uh, goes through the records. Uh, can anyone here think of their favorite scary scenes in non-horror movies? In non-horror
5: movies? Oh my god. That, uh, what is it? That woman tossing Matilda? No, I'm just joking.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, dude, no. What the hell was her name? Because she was fucking scary. Uh, Trunchbull? The Trunchbull? Trunchbull?
5: Yeah, something like that.
1: Yeah. She
5: was a bf yeah no. i know i'm joking though that's not actually one but like okay you know which one actually scared me watching it as a kid non-horror movie but te- mm-hmm. i don't know some people consider it a horror movie but i don't think it is uh independence day oh I would say, count?
1: no i would say no, that's, that's more movie. of an action that's an yeah. action
5: that's not a horror movie right so that yeah. counts right yeah. yeah um the the th- like i remember as a kid it used to freak me out but i would still like watching it but it did actually scare me was um, was the whole scene where the where the scientist getting throw- slammed up against the wall oh my God, yeah. with the like tentacle wrapped around his neck, like really, yeah, crazy. yeah. As yeah.
1: a kid, I always got terrified of the introduction of the Wheelers in Return to Oz, yeah, and then the fucking headless shrieking or the the fucking heads, just mm-hmm. the the heads shrieking, yeah, as Dorothy's trying to escape. I'm just like. Uh, it's so
5: funny it's it's weird when I think about like quote unquote scariest scenes in movies that aren't horror movies because it's like I don't know if it's just me but there's a lot of times where things are supposed to be scary where I'm just like yo that's sick and then it's not until like I'm in a horror movie setting where I'm like oh I'm supposed to be scared of this
1: yeah yeah
2: but that might just Um, be
1: what I'm talking (laughs) but I think one of (laughs) the The ones that stick to me to this day, so genuinely to this day, I still get fucking creeped out by it because it's it's the visual effects and it's the sound. But it's um when those creepy ass shadow demons pop up in ghosts.
5: Oh, yeah.
1: And drag that motherfucker to hell.
5: Yeah. Like, yeah, that would do it. Mm-mm. I mean, Mm -mm. I feel like a lot of people would say almost many... You know what? Many scenes, I don't know if it was scary or just made me uncomfortable, but maybe just more uncomfortable. Um, Fucking that little girl in the tree stump in Pan's Labyrinth with the giant... Yeah.
1: Yeah.
5: Because it's like the whole... Like, it just feels so claustrophobic. It's like, I'm so scared for her.
1: Yeah. Like, it's... That movie is still so just i fucking love it because how Guillermo del Toro was able to make um like the real worlds more terrifying than the fantasy worlds yeah. where a fucking guy that has to put eyeballs in his hands wants to eat children like but
5: i love Doug Jones
1: oh <laughs> so just so good so mm-hmm. good um
5: Anybody else got uh, a scene or something that's non horror movie but scared the fuck out of
3: you? Would I'm... we count Coraline as a horror movie? No. I mean, it's technically a children's movie. I mean, But it scared the ever loving shit out of Music Kid. But do we count like it the whole movie
1: to be scary, right? I didn't say it was a horror movie, though, but I can see what the but internet says. They were supposed to be scary to Coraline. Yeah, because
3: there's. I, I don't I mean, remember if it was supposed to be like that scary though. Like I remember it being a children's movie. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But to be fair, it did. You know, it, it's one. Coraline is one of those movies where you view it differently as a child versus an adult. Yeah. Yeah. But it always scared the shit out of me. But I'm there's sorry. also buttons in my eyes, bitch.
5: Yeah. <laughs> there, there are a lot of kids' movies though. That like just because it's a kids movie, it's like it's some fucking shit. Like, dude, didn't didn't Fantasia oh literally god, have man. like Beelzebub?
1: Oh my god, <laughs> like, yeah, it literally
5: had a depiction of like the fucking devil. Like,
1: yeah, fucking, fucking night on bald mountain. Oh. Yeah, uh, and August that's like, 11th.
5: Ma- amazing soundtrack. But like, still that that's still something that. August
1: eleventh, twenty twenty one. Yes. Thank you.
2: Fucking suck it! So suck <laughs> it?
0: But the <laughs> disagreement we both have was my take on Fair Street, not the year. I clearly said, I thought it was this year. Clearly, my mental capabilities at this moment are failing me.
5: It is okay.
0: My mental oh my capabilities God. at all this all moment are failing me. I thought, we. time is moving fast and it is taken in it by the wheel. doesn't escape mm-hmm. me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think all dogs go to heaven had a few scenes in it that. Uh,
3: wait, wait! All dogs go to, go to, to heaven? had that some scary it. shit, in that, it was. Oh, a movie
5: about, oh! I just literally thought of the scene that that scarred me as a child. I'll tell that later.
1: Oh my god! Okay.
5: But all dogs go to heaven? Fuck! Like no, because no, I get it. Because wasn't there the whole thing where they're like in the fucking river or whatever that's supposed to be them mm-hmm. like like almost going to hell or some shit? Yeah, some mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah, I, I
0: watched
4: that whenever I was, like, fucking toddler and remember it because it was just,
3: like, what the fuck?
0: The only thing that fucked me up as a kid not any children movies. Puppet Master. Oh, yeah, but that's, a, that's a horror movie. Yeah, that's an actual horror movie. I uh, Let me clarify. What the topic that you have gave, No, so far, no children's cartoon has given me, like, a, oh, I'm scared feeling. Mm-hmm. The only, like, legitimate fear I've ever gotten was... As a kid, because it took me long enough to not be scared of horror movies was just horror movies straight up. They gave me actual genuine, genuine fear.
5: Makes sense.
1: Uh, Onion, uh, Coraline is classified as a dark fantasy film. So it's no, usually not horror. No. So it counts.
3: It it fucks uh-uh. me up so hard that my only example can be Coraline because I was so emotionally coddled as a child that I basically spent my entire life watching Disney Channel, Dora, and Spongebob.
1: That's what my that's parents like, tried to get me It's a good example, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's a good example.
5: Of- like, okay, but like... So, so I just remembered the scene that literally scarred me as a child to where it has effects on me now as an adult.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> and, and it's gonna sound fucking stupid. But so I've, I've told you guys before... That I'm afraid that I was much more afraid of birds than I am now.
0: Don't I think worry. I told you
5: guys that before, right? Yeah,
0: but
3: I don't yeah. think that's stupid. I'm sorry, birds.
5: Yes, I grew up with a fear of birds until I was about like 14 when my dad made me go to an ostrich ranch and feed one. So and
3: lot, that, if you're scared of birds, why put you in front of the biggest bird possible? You couldn't have started with like a pigeon or like, no? An owl. My dad is very <laughs> sink or swim. My dad
5: is very sink or swim. That's,
0: that's gross. gross. He's that old uh, generation where they toss your ass in the lake. To the yeah, my outside. dad's
5: like, oh, you're afraid of birds? I'm going to literally find the largest fucking land bird the that king exists. Of the king And of make you feed it. Yep. <laughs> so that happened. But that's not what I'm talking about there. So I, I grew up with a very, very healthy fear of birds. Okay. Uh, um, and the reason I have that fear was well, because as a child, the scene in a non-horror movie that fucked me the fuck up. Do you guys remember Bugs Life? yeah oh do you remember that scene in the rain and storm where the canary is pecking at them in pov and you just see the shot of the thing literally giant and like stab i used to fucking have nightmares about that yeah Mm. yeah and that shit made me afraid of even like small birds when i was a kid Mm. i remember being like in the parking lot at, at, like, restaurants to go get food or whatever, and there'd just be little birds on the side, and I'd be like, ah, like, getting closer and, like, walking around, because it's like, I don't want them getting close to me. I used to be way more afraid of birds than I am now. Now I'm fine. I can. It's not a big deal. I'm not exactly going to go pet birds or anything like that. But I can handle being around them, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, my God. I, the fucking helping hands scene in Labyrinth, Oh my God! Where she's falling down like that. Still terrifies me. That's nightmare the... fuel. That's. I need just... to
0: re-watch Labyrinth because I don't remember it.
1: The hands popping out and no, speaking you know like. We were
0: oh. Hands oh. oh. There, uh, I, we're I think I've said, I think I've said this. I think I said we're... this before. There's certain like movies that I remember, and then there's like certain movies like that that, that does trigger like trigger to do come back. Like Labyrinth, I remember Willow. Do you Remember the Labyrinth? Oh no. Actually, Willow is supposed to be PG, right? Labyrinth is the David Bowie one. I know, yeah. but i was, I just remember something, because this this is the Labyrinth triggering uh, yeah. muscle memory.
1: The, the pig scene from yes! fucking Willow. Yes, the
0: terrifying. pig scene. Oh,
5: my God, that's right. Labyrinth,
1: I Because Willow is
0: supposed
5: to be PG. Ooh. Yeah. I remember that. Was, you
1: have to remember, you, gotta, you always have to specify 80s yes, PG. I,
0: I get it, 80s yeah. PG. That 80s bu- PG is very different. That <laughs> movie PG
5: is today's PG-13. Yeah. Okay. That pig <laughs>
0: okay. scene fucked me up as a kid. There we go. Yo, <laughs> the horse in The Prince's Bride. Man.
1: Can we all agree that, like, the creme de la creme of fucking scary <laughs> scenes... In non-scary movies, mm-hmm. is the goddamn tunnel in Willy Wonka? And the oh my of God! Track. <laughs>
5: But that's uh, supposed yeah. to scare you, but I get it's, what you mean, yeah. But it, it, is, it. it is
1: disturbing.
5: Yeah, yeah, I find it more disturbing than it needed to be. It's, exactly. It's, it's more, it's, yeah. It does not need to be that
1: disturbing. It was
5: Wilder taking, up, taking it to an amazing place. Right?
1: No know one knows so where they are man. going. Like, just where they are
0: going. I found it. Oh. Yeah, I found, I'm with them. I found it more disturbing and scary. I was like, what happened to the NWB? In the
5: world, of, like no, we're not in the world of imagination. No, it's a lot of imagination. <laughs> yo, that is that is that is what you You're see in on the rooms. F-
1: you know? Fucking <laughs> world of nightmare fuel is what that shit was. All yeah. those fucking images like playing in the background, like somebody must drop shrooms so,
0: and was like, look. somebody that was, was sniffing cocaine, black tar heroin, and having shrooms, and was like, yo, let's put this scene in there.
5: Yeah, yeah. the director. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, they were moving they were making a movie about candy. You think Nose Candy wasn't involved.
1: Okay, hey, but how funny would it have been if they were just like, Okay, here, sing this little song as we go down this dark tunnel and then like look in
5: Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder there. would
1: have just been like, hmm, dark tunnel, you said. Hmm.
5: Dark tunnel you said, ah, this character I only agreed because I would like to subvert the audience's expectations.
0: <laughs> we have a kitty kitten on And for the those of, for exactly. those of
5: you that may not know, just in case, because I know it's a it's a it's a common like piece of trivia, but those that may not know, Gene Wilder was the one that came up with that fucking like Willy Wonka tumbling in the beginning of the movie thing. Yep. I mm-hmm. was a hundred percent him on that. All yeah. him
3: totally improv all of the actors uh shocked faces were completely real because they told no one about it
5: yep yep because it's literally i can't i know so many people have mentioned it before it's just that thing of like it's so brilliant to immediately in one moment set up who the fuck that character is
3: yeah it's
5: just it's just fucking genius
3: yeah it's a whole other thing to set up that character as someone that you cannot trust
5: exactly Immediately. I'm doing it wordlessly within the first thirty seconds of meeting the character. It's just it's impressive. It's it's extremely impressive. It's acting like that that I love watching and it's acting like that that makes me really hate bad acting. Yeah. <laughs> Get, it's okay. one
1: of the best like introductions to a character in a yeah. film, I think. Yeah.
5: You know what I think well, might specifically be one of the worst ones, but that's only because of bad casting choices. And mm-hmm. I only bring it up because I brought I, I, I explained it to Oz today. Um fucking Russell Crowe in Les Miz.
1: Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Thank you. Oh
5: god Those are the appropriate oh, reaction.
3: For once for once have like, like never stored Les Miz content. I
5: everyone in this movie is amazing. Every single actor brought their A okay. game and the movie, fucking cry. The one thing is Russell Crowe.
1: Okay, wait, so wait, this is a uh, movie and a musical, right?
5: Yes, it was like originally a musical and an uh, opera.
1: And then okay, he, so the best okay, way so I can, can describe this to you, so you can understand visually the difference, um, is like imagine all of the actors in this movie are are like star ballerinas. They are putting on the performance of a lifetime fucking flips and twirls and just looking like they're floating on air. And then you got Russell Crowe in the background doing the goddamn worm.
3: (laughs) It's like everyone's a real person except this one person is a Muppet now. Yeah.
1: yeah. They, oh exactly. my god. I mean, he was a Muppet. He I, I, I a never make fun Muppet. of anyone singing
5: because I honestly think everybody can sing as long as you literally just learn your specific range of voice and attune to that because yeah. you're never going to sound like anybody. <laughs> I think everybody can sing. <laughs> except for fucking Russell Crowe for some reason. But I
1: also, okay, so I think, because he's in a band, like in and so show. I think That's he like knows how to sing. Song. Song. But this is the big failing of this movie and the big thing that they were like, oh, this is what we're doing, is because they made them sing live I, they, while filming true. it. So, yeah. so like, normally, you know, like, if they're filming a mus- musical, they'll have them, like, like sing first. Yeah, they'll, and like, then they'll they'll just, put it
5: back in recording yeah, and all that. And then
1: they'll just, like, put it in their ears so they can, like, react it. Yeah. out but like fucking tom hooper toby hooper tom the fuck was this director's name whatever yeah he went on to do cats doesn't matter
3: um, oh gross first but, but,
5: but don't let that change your thing on the lame is
1: lame is is good lame is really good just I've, heard that was... is
3: really good. I've just heard that it's very emotionally taxing it is yes. um it is. And, and I'm just never mentally prepared for stuff like that. Someone's going to have to sit me down and force me to watch yeah. it. No, that's just I mean, like it, is,
1: it is exactly what you would expect from a movie about the miserable.
3: I've,
5: um, I've never cried at someone singing before and Anne Hathaway actually made me do that.
1: Yeah. Like, no. even though she was only in the movie for, like, ten minutes, I was like, bitch, take that Oscar. Fucking take that shit. And she did. If that tells
5: you anything about it, we're like, literally she's only in on screen for, like, yeah, like, 10, 15 minutes of the entire movie. And she got a fucking Oscar for it. And so, it's well earned.
3: So how bad do you think I'm going to cry?
1: Extremely. How so much crying?
3: Okay, for context, I sobbed like a little baby watching Titanic. Like, yeah, am I just going to like, sniveling and, and like... I okay. I here's, here's the Titanic? important
1: question: When you what? When did you start crying in Titanic?
3: Oh, God.
5: When? Oh. That's a good question. Yeah. Some people get it right in the beginning.
1: Others, no. That's a really good question. Yeah. When do you cry at Titanic? That
3: it wasn't until people started dying.
1: Okay. So you are going to be crying within the first fifteen minutes of this movie. Wait. What <laughs> movie? Lames. <Mis.
3: laughs> oh. Oh.
2: Oh. oh
1: for so. 15 minutes, how long is the movie? Like, hours. like two hours? Two and a ah. half? Shit, what is the runtime? Hold it's, on, I'm gonna... It's, it's, it's not three hours, it's not
5: three, but it's it's longer than the normal average, I think it's yeah. like...
1: Yeah. I'm gonna
3: fucking look that shit up. This, it's just Titanic all over again. Yes. No,
5: no, it's like the Titanic I mean... had the Titanic. Le is like...
3: Ah. Les Mis is like
5: one of those
0: one-and-done movies. Like... Why do I I'm do gonna have to postpone our...
3: that for quite a bit. Yeah, you... I... No. I mean, that's a big emotional toll to take. We oh, have this yes. one shot tomorrow, and Isn't and I Jeff have regular D and D, yeah, yeah it, I, is, it is two yeah, hours and 38 I minutes. I cannot fit something like that in my schedule currently.
5: Is it just me, or is our like group pastime becoming causing Jason emotional damage in one way or another?
3: Mm-hmm. It yeah. always is.
1: Fuck you guys! I hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I never. Wait, for did that I? Cat. No, I did. That I
3: did. Cat, I die for that cat. For people <laughs> that are unaware, there's a cat on camera. I die for that cat, but fuck everyone else.
5: Can we get a <laughs> counter now for every time you die for an animal? I think we have thirty by this point.
3: <laughs> I'll start. I'll start a counter right now. I have sticky notes right next to me. Okay, babe.
5: add thirty right off the bat, and that's the. I'm I feel like
1: we'll if you're keeping if you're keeping track of this, you need to draw tears.
5: Oh my just god! How many times? <laughs> oh my god! That's hilarious. Someone's gonna look at that and be like, "Is this how many people you killed?" No. <laughs> this is how many times I've died? <laughs>
1: this
5: is how many. This is how
1: many. Or this night. is how many times I've died emotionally.
5: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about how fucking emo that would have like hit me in like 2006. Like, every one of these tears represents a time I died a little inside.
2: How are (laughs) you?
5: God. (laughs) Like, oh my fucking god, that just like, that literally whiplashed me. (laughs) Oh my my God. god, I can't make fun of it though, because I was absolutely that kid that would get in a fight with my parents. And then run into my room, jump under the covers, grab my iPod Nano, stick it in and be like, I'm just a
1: kid and life is
5: a nightmare. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that.
1: Talking I, about, you just, you hear I, yeah. that, like, initial note of the Black Parade. <laughs> Speaking of going You're back like, to you know, I hear that note and me. I feel like
5: I have a nom flashback. Like,
0: no. Speaking of going back to like 2006, 2007 Some fucking rando-ass reason That goddamn Panic at the Disco Panic at the Disco So popped in my fucking head
5: Yo, but Panic, Old Panic I I hate that it's Old, old Panic, panic, I I
3: panic, panic now, But I still yeah.
1: fucking like Old Panic Old Panic's great New Panic, no yeah.
3: New Panic isn't Panic at the Disco anymore It's Brendan Urie and his bitches And <laughs> I will die yeah. on that hill
0: I think everyone by this point agrees with you on that
5: yeah that's probably it the music's changed man like it's just changed you know everybody all artists grow and change their styling as they get older or as the music progresses my thing is just like brandon yuri sounds good but he sounds like he's trying to recapture the one thing that he was popular for in some other form without the rest of Panic at the Disco.
3: Yeah. It's Going okay, far. you can say he sounds like a dying cat and no one's gonna judge you. Okay, cool. I was worried <laughs> right. I was... He's just awful. awful. It's I awful. legitimately you worried I was... You of Viva Lost Vengeance? Because it is dreadful. I have You need to. I feel was like maybe I've heard it and I didn't realize it was him then. Brandon Yuri doesn't believe in voice coaching and vocal coaching, so he's just shredding his fucking vocal cords at this point.
5: You know, I, I can't I can't fault anyone for that, but at the same time, it's like ignoring smart practices. That's like your, that's, yeah. your, your career.
3: He's doing yeah. it, trying to chase something that he can't achieve anymore.
5: Yeah, it's those like
3: those really high, unsustainable notes that he had in earth, in the early panic days. He can't do yeah. anymore.
5: Then you're gonna, end up, you're gonna you're
3: gonna end up like himself.
5: You're gonna end up like tattoo.
0: Um, b- uh, a band I listen to now they're called they're called Spirit Box. The lead singer, um, Courtney LaPlante, she posts videos on YouTube showing her practicing. Like, she could do, she's a great singer, but, like, one of the few women I've ever heard who can do, like, a deep guttural. Damn. And I was like, holy fucking shit. They're comparing, people are comparing them to Nine Inch Nails and Deftones, the way how they just sound, because because of her.
5: Hmm. Yo, oh my god, this just popped up on my TikTok, and I'm in love with it now. Have you guys heard of this metal band called Cat Terra? No. <laughs> Their lead singer is is, there, is uh one of the band members' cats. Oh my god. And they straight up tuned the Send cat voice to as the lead yo. singer for the songs. It's called Dad. Cat Terra. Send it. it her is, her I'll, I'll find the link. But so far, I'm like, yo, this actually sounds good. And it's like, you know, it's like, it's, it's, you can tell that there's like some speed metal in it. And it's like, when you hear the pickup, you're just like, <laughs> like It's actually really fucking, good. it's, it is exactly that thing of like, if an old person in the fucking like 60s or 50s had heard that, they'd be like, what the fuck is this noise?
3: But it's just weirdly good. I, I'm adding another teardrop to the list because I'd die for that cat.
0: God damn it. <laughs> 31.
3: <laughs> 31. And, and for the record, I did actually draw out 30 teardrops because awesome. I have nothing better to do.
5: Oh my god. Yes. And he, I saw you muted for a second. Did you look it up? Hmm? Cat Tara? Me? Yeah.
1: Oh, no. I was um, doing boring things and oh um, getting out some... um. Melatonin pills to help oh. me sleep. <laughs> My bad. Didn't mean to call you out. I was just That's like, okay. "Oh, did
0: you listen to it?" Because yeah, I need some melatonin. Some melatonin pills
5: myself, Yo, I hate how much melatonin like feels good to me now. <laughs> yeah. it's, I feel like it's one of those things that I shouldn't vibe with, but I'm like, man, it just helps so much. Yeah, you know, and it's I one of those things where, like because
1: tomorrow I'm leaving. I have to leave work early, and so it's one of those things since we're hourly. I'm like. Okay, well, I need to clock in early so I don't, like, get dinked on fucking hours. Yeah,
5: makes sense. I literally jumped in call having just got home, like, because I stayed late at work for, like, two extra overtime hours.
0: Oh, we know. We we called out your job. We said, fuck them. we know full well they're not
5: going to listen to this podcast, so fuck them. Yeah, um, hey, you're not listening to this podcast, which means I can freely say I'm not looking to be there that uh, that's that much longer. That's good. Sleepy. Oh shit! That's good. You know, you know what, you know what it's gonna be. You know what it's gonna be. Sign me up, Frontier, because you're fucking paying better. All
1: right. Nice.
0: I'm gonna have to uh, do what Jason said. Look into <sighs> this thing about getting uh, freelance art because uh, I'm looking. I was looking at your dice wish list. Oh yeah, mm, motherfucker. Oh.
5: So 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 Desi Desi texts me today, and he's like, "Hey, he's like, hey, uh, I'm, I need help looking up dice. Send me your dice list." And I was like, "How dare you assume I have a dice list?" And, I and then to I sent him my Amazon list. Of yes.
3: course you have a dice list.
5: <laughs> I said the exact <laughs> same thing. I have, you have,
3: might have list one? List You're right.
5: But it. why did you assume that? Because <laughs> we know.
3: I'm I'm sorry, Christian. How dare you assume that we wouldn't just know you had a dice list? Because I never
5: mentioned it!
3: <laughs> there was one called. Con- okay, but oh, stand back and, and just take a quick look at the bigger picture right here. You're, you're a DM, right? You're a grade A, like, bird brain. Like, shiny things are great. You like the clicky clacky noises. Like, they're it's 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 a goblin thing it's an adhd goblin thing and you can't tell me otherwise you're a dice goblin mm-hmm. you're
0: fucking right i am <laughs> there was a set of dice that looked sh- straight out of fucking hellraiser it was black gold and i was like
5: and it's oh called- my god wait a minute that wait. reminds me i found literal power ranger dice what i love that <laughs> so much show me I'll put it in chat. I'll put it in chat. But I took photos of them. Like, but they're straight up Power Ranger dice. Yo, those dice
0: I saw. There was one with his dragon eyes in it, <laughs> demonic eyes in one. Oh, those are sick, right? One that literally has a wooden coffin. I was like, I must have. I want to be the dice whore.
5: Did you, Give me did the you dice. See, like, did you see the d sixes that look like bullets? Yes. <laughs> I was like, yo, like when I roll like pistol weapon attacks, that's what I'm rolling. There was
0: a there was a set. That was only nine bucks, and did I buy them? You bet your motherfucking ass, I bought them. Oh, which ones you get? Uh, let me pull up my uh, Amazon order. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, there's only three left." Now there's only two.
5: <laughs> You're like ha ha ha, even less. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's called the Midnight Runes. Oh, okay. Jet black I... with the it. It matches with the metal D twenty I bought.
5: Nice. I put the uh, I put the Power Ranger dice in chat. Yep, it literally says two. It went
1: from three to two. (laughs) Okay. Nice. Speaking of midnight, it just connected in my brain. Y'all should definitely be watching Midnight Club Mm -hmm. on Netflix. That's the idea.
2: Midnight
1: Club. Um, it's it's like a mix of Are You Afraid of the Dark and Haunting of Hill House, but this is definitely more of a um. Uh, I guess uh, trigger warning because like it's really good, but it does it it it's Mike Flanagan, so he goes hard on like the feels. So this is a show where teenagers sort of face um, their own mortality and have like frank discussions about death and dying.
2: Mm. Um,
1: okay. So. There's like oh, it's it's really good. Um, I think the normies probably are not gonna like it because you know they they have um, normal brains. <laughs> 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 uh, but it's just it's yeah, it's good. But it's 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 Mike Flanagan, so he he hits you with with all the feels.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, nice. I've, I only watched. Um the uh hunting hunting not hill house yeah Hill House, right
1: yeah hill house was the first one
0: i watched that one um i know he did the the sequel quote-unquote sequel to uh the shining that i need to watch um blind man let
1: me see if i still i mean like sorry go ahead I was saying there's like a meme I was looking for that like encapsulates uh, this so I was seeing if I still had it but mm. continue sorry
0: um, I need to watch Blind Manor and Midnight Mass from Mike Flanagan
5: I've heard I've heard Midnight Mass is really good and every time I pass it I really want to watch it
1: Midnight Mass is good but again it's one if you don't have uh, the religious trauma um, it's not going to be as scary bam, Um bam. You So you know you boys full of- I mean, I know, I know you. are <laughs> I'm just saying, there's a lot of other people in this podcast right I now. But I'm just like, I, you guys probably don't have,
2: Fair. don't
1: have the religious trauma. No, no, um, no. But yeah, the little tweet I posted. I really want to- midnight club.
5: I really <laughs> want a shirt that just pretty said, spot on. I Survived religious trauma, and all I got was this t shirt. <laughs> That...
1: I survived religion and all I got was this trauma. Right <laughs> quick, that cat
2: trauma.
5: is vibing, yo. <laughs> that cat really do be yeah. vibing. Just like, fully slumped over. Ah, yeah, spoiling that kitty. Where are you, Harley? Asshole!
4: He is such a good boy. He gets his little playful, like, nips in, but besides that, he is so good.
5: There's a couple of dice in this list that i sent you mm. that i really want to get before any of the other ones just because they had like i found some that are weird weird numbered d tw- uh dice that i really liked that it's like it comes with a d3 a d5 7s d9s d uh what is it they had d15s d30s why d60s and
4: want those, those oh are my got huh those are abominations. Why do you want those?
5: Because they're they're awesome. Yo, okay, abominations. <laughs> so so I I look, we, we just think they're neat. So I literally have items in game right now that use a d3.
0: Yeah. Uh, there was this session where I had to use a d3 and I was like I don't have one, so I, th- I think
5: we rolled a d4 anyway. We rolled a d4 anyways and we're just like all right. But uh, but yeah, there's like okay, so for example, right? The the d7. Like something happens on a specific day of the week. The D... The D60. Something during the month, or whatever. But, or, uh, an amount of time. Like, the D... The D30, you can have that. Or, uh, or specific types of enemies. D15, uh, just seems weird. <laughs> but, eh. So... You know, like, there's, there's different uses for the dice, for sure. But I just, like, have... I, Jason's right. I am fucking Dice Goblin. I just mm-hmm. like having all the different kinds of dice. So, I, want, I want someone to be like, hey, so, you to to
2: boss.
0: Boss. so I looked up the Power Ranger dice. Yeah. They're made specifically for the Power Rangers tabletop game. You Ooh. get a power coin. Your power, you use the power coin to morph.
5: Yo, we gotta play that. You literally get to be like, roll and be like, it's morph in time. Boom! Yo, we gotta get that RPG.
0: I'm gonna be the Black Ranger, not I'm, because I'm, I'm black, good. but because I, I, Adam is my favorite Power Ranger next to Zach. Fair enough. So, no, that's. I love that you have that's to like cool.
1: clarify that, even though like really.
0: King Pill, like, Pill Pil ruined it, man. Because when they did that fucking skit, now yeah, it- the
1: Black Ranger
0: is Black the Green Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> so like, I love you, King Pill, but you fucked it. <laughs> but then it's also you look you should look back at it yeah yeah, yeah. and then Trini is yellow yellow ranger and there's like the connotation
5: yeah no i mean like that's not been lost on me <laughs> <I know>. yeah <laughs> that wasn't lost on me then either like it didn't help the 2017
0: power. no 20 was 2016. the 2016 power 2016? rate i think it was 2016 when they cast the latin actress to play the yellow ranger and i was like that's, that's still not that's still not
1: helping <laughs> She played the the Pink Ranger. No. Uh, She played the Pink Ranger. Becky
0: G is Latin. You're thinking of the Pink Ranger who is of another descent.
1: You said the Aladdin
0: actress. No, Latin, not Aladdin. Latin. Oh,
1: okay. (laughs) Sorry, I heard Aladdin and I was like, she was the Pink Ranger. What are you talking about?
5: Technically, he did say a Latin actress. That might have been where the thing (laughs) came from.
0: See, that's why I keep on saying, it. I think I need a vocal coach to help me
5: pronunciate better. Hey, you know what? At least you recognize it, unlike certain professional singers.
0: Alright, we came right back.
5: That's what you call a fucking callback. Yep. That was
0: the perfect use of a callback. I wish I had fucking uh, the bot up so I could give you, the, you give you your arms and give the standing ovation.
5: Thank
0: you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, man. I think it's a proper time to head right into the spooky corner. If Zill's ready.
5: The, the spookiness.
0: Are you ready to hit the spooky corner? Or would you like a few more minutes with the cat? And
5: we We're going on? to different corners. Why are we searching all corners of the podcast? I mean, we work best by hitting every corner. <laughs> it's like God made the earth, and he looked at Adam and said, You may find perfect partners okay. in every corner of the earth. Then he made the earth round. Oh, how he left.
3: The way we hit the corners, though, is like that DVD logo that bounces around the screen and uh-huh. only lines up perfectly with the corner like every so often. Uh-huh. That's how we get to the corners.
0: Oh my god. I <laughs> I was like, the office of, <laughs> The office really did encapsulate. <laughs> like, we. Corner! We, we I remember doing that in class. I'm like, okay, it's gonna hit. It's gonna hit. Fuck you, it hit
5: yeah yeah that shit's that shit's funny I, <laughs> yo I used to see that shit on like at Qualcomm Stadium in San Diego and that shit was always fucking funny cause like okay religious trauma right I used to go to the fucking conventions that they do in the in the football stadiums and shit and uh and literally that would be me spacing out in the middle of the convention when they're like yelling about god for fucking six hours and I'm just sitting there watching the Jumbotron with the DVD thing moving like
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, you want to go first, so we can bring in. Uh, let Jason go first if they have a creepy pasta ready. <laughs> creepy pasta. What? Oh my god. Oh no, you don't have a creepy pasta, right, Jason?
3: I do have a story picked out.
0: You want to go first? I
3: I found one earlier today when yeah. when you put out the schedule. Okay,
0: you want to go first?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can if too. that works.
0: Dale's giving me a Yeah, you want workout
3: time? Okay, time. I got you.
0: It's, it's very valid. The, the cat is. Being so adorable right now. Look at
5: that cute-ass cat. It sickens me. (laughs) It sickens you because we know what your cat's like. (laughs) Your cat is very cute, but your cat is not friendly.
4: This one literally came walking to me and was just like, take me.
0: (laughs) While my my cat, on the other hand, walked across my face just to lay next to my head.
5: Benny, I can make that. That's 3D printable. Oh my god! (laughs)
1: Bitch! Bitch! I will pay you! I will pay you. We'll
5: talk. We'll talk.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. A D&D crossbow dice roller?
5: Yeah, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, I've seen that before. I could download those files and print it. And and uh, you don't mind
0: me saying this, Benny? No, it is not dumb.
5: Get it. Treat yourself.
0: <laughs>
1: Treat yourself. The world is ending.
5: I really I really want that, that D&D uh, dice hammer. Have you guys seen that? It's like a giant. It's like a staff with a d twenty on it, and the d twenty has all your dice in it. So, like when you smack a table with it, all your dice will explode out the hammer. Ooh, can what? and then it basically rolls.
1: Oh, that sounds so cool. Can you imagine
0: actually having a, a, a actual? Is it workable? Like you can shoot it, right?
5: Yeah. Ooh, can you that's imagine? why there's a backplate thing, so you can hit the backplate.
0: Oh, okay. But like, imagine someone take off the backplate and they use the metal die, and they hit I don't think
5: it would launch it that far. It's a lot heavier. It would probably launch it, but I, I depending on what rubber you use. So, for context, what we're talking about uh, for the people that literally can't see our chat, which is everyone that's not us, <laughs> uh, Jim. while we were preparing for the next thing, Benny just dropped an image of a Etsy link that is a 3D printed crossbow made for D&D dice. And okay, I gotta the, look at this. And
0: my 17-year-old brain came back, was like, okay, we need to pull a Mythbusters and see if we can fuck
5: someone up with a D&D dice roller.
0: You Plus know what, dice roller, like, With
5: a metal die. <laughs> don't tempt me, because now that, I, now that I'm thinking about it, I do have access to that 3D printer, as I
1: just said. Which means... Know. Do you want I me could, to send you this other I link I just found for something you could totally 3D print? Yes, I was Cause. also
5: just about to say... I have an electric-powered nerf gun, and I could probably modify it to fire dice instead of darts. You better call me motherfucker when you do this. (laughs) I'm gonna try that now. I've had no use for that nerf gun, and I just thought about doing that. That's something I think I can achieve. Oh, I'm gonna try that now. You wanna die for that too, Jason? that okay that's so i have seen this
3: you know know yeah, yeah i'll i'll add a i'll add a teardrop 32 <laughs> so the question the real question is when i say i would die for said animal a second time do i add another teardrop or does it only count as one
5: Mm, no it's, add another cheese drop because add another
3: okay so there's another because I definitely thought earlier that I would die for Zell's Castle.
5: yeah that was, th- that was that was that made it 31 so this quad is because it. we want to we want basically it, at we're at 33 yeah because at least between this podcast and next I'm very curious to see how many lives you would ha- owe oh, technically
3: mm-hmm. oh it's gonna be a lot um, that's why easy.
5: like a general soul counter mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and now we have our creepier cap, which one the <laughs>
3: Hit the floor. Um, I not gonna lie, I'm not gonna read the title until the end because it would kind of it's it's kind of a red flag. Not gonna okay. lie for for what mm-hmm. it is. Um, I don't know if I should give a trigger warning before this. If you
5: wondering if you should, you probably should. Yeah, I
3: probably should. Um, it involves, like, compulsive behavior that leads to, like, the harm of a child. Um, it's only mentioned at one point. It's not, like, a repeating theme or anything, but it is mentioned. I just want to preface that going into it. Uh, Fair enough. I was told to find a scary story, though, in my defense. Fair enough.
5: Um, No, sounds fine. I mean, you've done the trigger warning if anybody has an issue with that. Um, yeah. I don't know if we'll have a timestamp, but feel free to skip ahead until the next portion of the podcast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, sh- it shouldn't take me too long. It's not that long. 125 would be the timestamp.
3: There you go. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I'll just go ahead. And... We didn't get our first TV until I was 17. My mom always said that it would rot my brain. So I grew up with books instead. I'm not holding it against her or anything. To this day, I still prefer words on a page to pictures on a screen. And that's something I'm eternally grateful for. Plus... Oh, dear. Okay. I uh, totally uh, should have read this twice. Uh, Plus, my mom died two months after we got it, so maybe she had a point. It was one of those old-school behemoths that dominated living rooms across the country in the early 2000s. Flat screens had been out for a few years, but my mom had always been something of a Luddite, I guess is how that word's pronounced? I don't know.
5: L-U-D-I-T-E.
3: Well, L-U-D-D-I-T-E. Yeah, I think it's Luddite, I think it is Luddite. Luddite? Yeah. Cool. It's one of those words that I have only ever read.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, one Tuesday after school, I spent my afternoon with a mover, hauling this 200-pound monster into the house. In the beginning, everything was fine. My mom always kept the house meticulously clean. She cleaned other people's houses for work, and when she got home, I guess she had trouble leaving the job behind. The house always smelled like disinfectant and bleach. To this day, when I smell Lysol, it brings me back to being a kid doing my homework while my mom bounced from room to room, armed with a spray bottle and rag. I thought it was normal growing up. I never had anyone around to tell me different. It was me, my kid brother, and my mom most of the time, so I always thought her compulsive behavior was just something moms did. But then we got the TV. There was a week or two after we first got it, when I thought television was just what she needed. When she got home from work, she would actually sit down and unwind. Instead of picking up her spray bottle, she would grab the remote. She'd put on some shitty daytime soap opera or the local news channel, and for a few hours she managed to turn off the part of her brain that always yelled at her to keep cleaning. Then she found the QVC channel. I think the one that set her off was the ShamWow. At least that's the one I remember. Despite her aversion to new technology, she bought the TV with TiVo, As soon as the Shamwell commercial ended, she would rewind it and watch it again. It didn't get bad right away, or at least I don't think it did. My therapist says I subconsciously blocked out a lot of the trauma, but I think she's full of crap. In reality, I was just stoned a lot when I was in high school, so my memories from that time are a bit hazy. Anyway, the first time I remember anything being wrong was during one of our Sunday dinners. I was sitting at the table, high as a kite, with a brick of meatloaf and a mountain of mashed potatoes in front of me. My mom was next to me on one side, and my six-year-old brother was on the other. A piece of meatloaf meatloaf slipped off of his fork and onto the table, and being six years old, he reached for it to shovel it into his mouth along with the rest. My mom shrieked. There wasn't anger in her voice, only pure animalistic panic. I jumped up from my seat, ready to fight off the intruder that I was sure had busted through our front door. But then she lunged across the table and lashed onto my brother's wrist. Drop it. She yelled. And again, she wasn't mad, only scared. Drop it right now. Her plate fell and shattered on the floor when she lunged, but she didn't notice or didn't care. My brother dropped the meatloaf and started bawling his eyes out. There are over 10 million different bacteria living on every square inch of this table, she quoted from the Shamwell commercial. Now stop crying and go wash your hands. I don't want you to come back to this table until every single bit of your skin is as pink and fresh as the day you were born. He went to go wash his hands, but he didn't stop crying. Get between your fingers, too, she hollered at him once the sink in the bathroom started to run. She cleaned her plate off the ground, made herself a new one, and we finished eating together. That was that. It either escalated quickly after that, or my therapist was right. Regardless, I don't remember other minor incidents like the one at the dinner table, only the big one. She didn't stop watching TV after work, but she did start to clean again. Except now she did it at night. I remember lying awake at 2 in the morning listening to the sound of her vacuum or the slosh of water from the mop bucket. I don't know when she slept, but I guess that stops being important to her. She got home from work at 5, watched TV till 8, made dinner for me and Rich, and then she would clean. Every night at about 4am I would hear the vacuum switch off, then she would shower and head into work until she got home at 5 again. She ditched the soap operas once she discovered the QVC channel and the wonders of TiVo. Now when I came home from school, I'd hear Billy Mae talking about OxyClean instead of Nancy Hughes professing her love for Dan McCloskey. She must have recorded every infomercial for cleaning products there was. ShamWow, OxyClean, Shark Vacuum Cleaner, you name it. She stopped asking about our days at dinner, and instead would spend the entire meal quoting commercials and rattling off statistics about how dirty the typical American household was. Again, I don't remember too much about the days leading up to the big incident, but the final day will be burned into my memory forever. And this is kind of when it starts to get fucked up, not yeah. gonna lie. It, it, this is where it gets worse. Um, when I came home that night, I knew something was off right away. It was 5.30, but I couldn't hear the TV. I was so used to those damn infomercials that I think I noticed the TV being off before I noticed the screams. My brother cried as much as any other kid his age but I'd never heard him make sounds like he did that day before. I sprinted upstairs to the bathroom and froze in my tracks. Rich was in the bathtub and my mom was sitting on the lip. She was pouring water over his head like she, would, she normally would to rinse shampoo from his hair, except this time she was pouring from a tea kettle, and the water hissed and steamed when it made contact. Blisters covered his face and there were red blotchy patches where the skin was coming off. The sight of Rich in the bathtub still haunts my dreams. But worst of all was my mom. Rich was screaming and thrashing, trying to escape, but over the screams I could hear my mom muttering, dirty boy, filthy, dirty boy, over and over again. I grabbed my brother, burning my hands in the process, and rushed him to the hospital. When the police came for my mother, they found her dead on the couch with an empty bottle of bleach by her side. I wasn't there, but I can still picture it when I close my eyes, my mom sitting in front of the TV with her glasses on. Billy May's voice in the background telling her body, don't just get it clean, get it oxy-clean. Damn. <laughs> <There's> oxy. <sighs>
5: damn. Damn.
1: Yeah, it's fucked.
5: That's that's a, that, damn.
1: Now, and it's also one of those that's, like, kind of borderline, because I remember, like, my fucking grandma was like, oh my god, I love that Billy May, like, she loved those fucking... So
5: things. this is the creepier cap. We're trying to see if yeah. like, this is real is or it, not.
3: Is it real or not? Is the question the, that the you sh- need to be answering. Is this creepy or is this cap?
5: This is the shitty thing about this one. At least for me. I'm realizing my mom was one step short of this. And because of that, I'm like, either this is real. Or the person who wrote this understands what that shit is.
3: Yeah, I picked this people one people. because it was quite believable. That it was pretty fucked up, but that, yeah, you can believe it happening. There there are some people that are fucked up like that in the world.
5: Like, legitimately, it's like...
3: Like, I've heard exact cases of shit like this happening. Yeah, exactly, some, like, that's
5: what I
2: mean. Like, some yeah. kind
3: of psychosis or compulsive behavior leading to someone putting their kid in boiling water. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I've heard that story time and time and time again. I spend way too much time on Reddit, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Honestly, I'm gonna say
5: creepy. I'm gonna say creepy. I'm not gonna say cap.
1: Okay, we have one vote.
5: I'm gonna be the dark horse. I'm gonna say cap.
1: Okay, that's two. I'm so I'm mm, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go creepy. Zoe. So?
5: Creepy. Okay, two for creepy, one for cap.
0: I'll get um, Quantum. I'm gonna,
5: I'm gonna go
3: creepy. I, creepy.
4: I feel like this one could be. I feel like this one's uh cap.
3: Okay, so we've got three for creepy, two for cap. That's final votes. Votes are locked, right? right.
2: Yeah. You. Yeah.
3: Uh, this is indeed cap. I yes. pulled this Damn. off of the no, I pulled this off of the No Sleep Reddit. The oh. title of it. The title of it is "She said TV would rot my brain." Dot dot, dot. Yeah. Oh. oh
5: yeah. Okay, that's why you didn't say the title. Yeah.
3: And. There is another final paragraph at the end of it that I did not read because I thought it was creepier ending without it. Um, but it details how when he moved out of that house, he got a TV and it, you know, started experiencing the same thing, like the TV brain rot with cleaning.
5: Got you, got you.
0: I, okay, I, I, um, I, I put it on here. Content warning: the following creepy pasta um, contains material that may be harmful or traumatizing to some listeners. To skip, go to. Hour, one hour, 32 minutes, and 28
5: seconds. There you go. That's awesome. There you go. So, welcome back, those of you that didn't want to hear that. Uh, we won't talk about the content of it, but um, yeah, that, that fucking convinced me. I legit. Because, okay, like I said, either whoever wrote it has experienced having a manic parent yeah. and yeah. just wrote, like, the fucking end of it, right?
1: Because I, again, my I've seen my grandparents yeah. fucking, like, fixate on crazy shit and i'm just like or even you know just like in general people fixating on certain political candidates uh for whatever fucking reason you're just like why
3: why no but, like, that, was the good one. that was a compulsory hyper is definitely a common theme
5: yeah that was a, that was a really good choice it had us almost split yeah
3: i uh will take that as a success and pat myself on the back
5: <laughs> good job <laughs>
0: That that is a good. I one. win. Yeah, that that is a good reintroduction of the creepy creepier cap because I was like, you almost
5: had me. And I was like, mm. I was like,
0: nah.
5: did you? Okay, wait here. He, I I think I need to need you to elaborate on your reasoning because you specifically said, "I'll be the dark horse." I'll be the dark horse, but when you was went, that because we, you just wanted to be the dark horse. No, I, I, no, no it, it not really. Not no, no, really, I really. I made my answer last. I did say I want to be <laughs> yeah. the dark one. Quantum just straight up was cap, so it was like, alright, we got we like we got a cap here. I did say I, I do want to be the dark one. What Horse. is your reasoning? Yeah, you and Quantum, what's your reasoning behind
0: it? But when you went back and you read it when you if you would have if you would've added on that last paragraph, I would have definitely would have put a link towards creepy. When you went back to read the last paragraph. Really, thinking about. It, think
1: I would have been like, no, that's cap. That's all. Think cap. Thinking about it, I was yeah, like, the last
3: paragraph makes it sound a lot like a regular creepy pasta, which is yeah. why I didn't read it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Ever, um, I thought I saw I thought it was cap. I'm not gonna go into detail, but like um, brother in the tub, I thought that was cap because I feel like if it was gonna be manic like that, it'd be a different substance.
5: Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah i mean kind of good point but yeah Yeah. interesting
4: rather than that
5: that's just my thought
4: process
0: that's a good introduction reintroduction of the creepy cap yep you're welcome
5: well thanks for that entry jason yes
0: and now the man who lived a thousand lives are you ready or should we go to quantum for theirs
2: what? Oh, wait,
4: go to mine. I We could we could do this oh, one. It's oh. just one this time.
0: I just, I, I just have to ask, just, just out of curiosity. You, you don't have a story, you just hear vibing, right, Quantum?
5: Yeah, I've just been listening.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> you said Jason and I were the creepier cap this yeah, year. Yeah,
5: I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's also why I'm also wondering why you keep, like, trying to Zellin I was like was
0: there something that yeah, we, No, we we did say Zell was going to come back next week to talk about more stories that we didn't talk about Oh last week. about the um thing that we brought up or, in the the and, and, and we also, oh, also right. cuz right. cuz um, I think you left early for that story but uh, but Zell did stop himself I was like I think Benny want to hear the story as well. What? It
2: was the
5: it was it the, was the- the- I think it was one of the stories based off of uh, well, we the against... creature from, from last D&D session. Think Not he... the creature, yes. but like its original thing.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think he was already gone by that. If you'd on. like
5: to talk about it, you can, but you also don't have to yeah. if it's if you're fine. It, you know, don't feel forced to t- talk about anything, but you have a space to what if you fuck? would like to continue it. Spider! Okay. I'm good. I killed the
0: spider.
4: So... I I won't. I was trying to remember all the way like home. I was just like, "What story did I fucking tell them? I needed to tell them."
5: If not, it's okay. We can and always record it, it at a it, uh, Yeah, I, I know.
4: I know it now. Oh, okay. it clicked. Um, but it's literally like that's. It was only a few days, and I already completely fucking like re like loo, 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 buried that shit.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: Um, but, you know, it's it's just one story. Um, it's a it's a fast one because there, there wasn't much to it. Um, but as we specified on what was it last episode Uh mm-hmm. last time I was here, um, that I had lived in part of the Appalachians, uh, at one point in my life. And I, uh, when I was younger, spent a lot of time at my grandparents house who lived literally in the middle of the forest in the Appalachians um and i would spend time with my cousins and we would go out into the woods and fuck around with bb guns uh normal teenage boy crap um we'd shoot at anything we saw that kind of crap and one day super far off in the distance we saw something we didn't know what but we saw something up in the tree, big something. Don't know what, because from our understanding, there weren't bears that large. Um, but we also couldn't really make out what it was. Um, my genius cousin, that he is. Oh no! Shot, shot it with the BB gun. The BB guns not only were using metal BBs, but they also had the whistle caps on them that gave them the farther Ooh, distance.
5: The pellets.
4: Um, they're pointed. They they hurt. Yeah, they yeah. fucking hurt. Um Those... whatever it was that was whatever it was mm-hmm. fell out of the tree and it was a thud. Um next thing we know we could see the like brush and everything like moving towards us. We high fucking tailed it. We're
2: yeah.
4: high tailing it running back through. Um and we get back to my grandparents and we had um got onto the porch, sorry, Nettie had distracted me by coming in for the vape um we had ran through the woods getting away, got to my grandparents and were on their porch, and we could just see something across the way in the brush, just in the brush staring at us could it was blocking out any light from the little hole that we um that was there because one after like a minute. And we looked away and looked back, the hole was there. You could see light like coming through like the tree line through the brush line, like a light shining through. There wasn't that light there. So something was there just watching us. But we don't know what. Still to this day. Um we we never we never fucked around in those woods. When we got older, we never went into those woods. We just we never did after that. Now granted, yeah, those woods, um, more people moved in, more housing was done, so a lot of the woods were destroyed which honestly is an even scarier thing uh, because that's just that's no that's no good. And we don't my grandparents say that house is not like it's still in the family, but the house is the, like decrepit. It's going to get sold. No one's lived there in a while. Cause my grandfather just can't live by himself anymore. And it's just in the middle of the woods. It's it's an inconvenience because it's impossible to get to. And w- weather is bad. And all, all just a whole bunch of crap. Yeah. Um, so there's just no reason for us to ever go back. But it's it's creepy. Those woods were terrifying at night. Absolutely terrifying at nighttime.
5: Yeah, I'd imagine shit. That's
4: um. And yeah, yeah. And that that was that that was the stupidest thing you could have ever done. And still no clue. No clue. I think
5: if if this were like a movie, the, you guys beat the movie by literally saying fuck that, and never going back in. <laughs> yeah.
4: Mm-hmm never never fucked around with those woods ever damn that's... that once my grand we that's intense to the, it was to the point for a while when we were kids because my grandfather had a workshop up mm-hmm. on the hill right before the woods and like we for a while wouldn't even go up to the workshop because the workshop was close enough to the woods and it was scary and it was creepy going up to there mm-hmm. Like, it was just, it was that it was that bad for a while. I We, like, literally, when we go, we stayed inside. Or we went onto the back porch, and that was it. Yeah. We didn't even play in the yard. Like, it was just, it was wild.
0: It, it, go, it goes to show you never, defu- never fuck with spirits, because you never know what may happen.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. also for, for those, uh, all of my stories are always true. I will purely specify if I am reading from a story or a story that was told to me, um...
2: So I,
5: find creepy, personal,
4: not... per, I find personal experiences are just more my thing. Yeah,
5: that is <laughs> not cap. It's just creepy as shit.
4: It's creepy as fuck with no explanation still to this
0: day.
5: Damn. The truth is out there now. Yeah, I maybe, believe. I want to
0: maybe,
4: be... maybe, Maybe we can all have a get together and we'll all go hunting in all the different woods that Zell's experienced
0: creepy shit in. I'm going to need my knees to be a little more better for that.
5: You know, you know, I survived it long by not deliberately fucking with it. Let's
4: do it now in our 30s! I'll
5: do it before I'm 20.
4: I'm agile. (laughs) Quantum will be the one that we use.
0: We'll we'll send Quantum in. Quantum in. And what happens whenever y'all turn around and I'm already
5: past you? I'm gonna exclusively speak Spanish so no one can understand me or mind. Me. <laughs> you,
0: you don't want to be Chris Hemsworth in Cabin in the Woods. That's all I'm gonna say.
3: Nah. <laughs> so the real question is, which one of us is gonna be the designated white person in a horror movie? Quantum. Because, personally, <laughs> I would the <laughs> gonna
0: float Quantum,
4: a man Quantum's <laughs> gonna instead... send survive. <laughs>
3: I would like to take the blind charging into anything that can and should kill me, but I just somehow make it. No, you it, you haven't you seen know, like, have a lost. like you're
2: you're, I, I, I lost walk a like in a ten
3: feet away
1: my pet alligator and walk out unscathed. You've got right, um, right. what was the stoner's name in Cabin in the Woods? Oh, That's your fuck. vibe. Yeah, I can see you I, murder somebody with a fucking bong. I'll take it. Was I'll take it. Great. Yeah. That was, that was and, my oh my god. Who's the
5: one that's gonna survive the creepy shit? Florida Man. Florida Man. <laughs> yeah.
3: Florida Man. Listen, listen. Florida I, Man captures alligators in his trash can. I live through some of the weirdest shit on the daily, man. Like, yeah. As long as the Waffle House down the road is still open,
1: you can't scare me. Okay, but I just, I genuinely, genuinely love that, like the US government keeps an eye on fucking Waffle House to determine it's how bad
3: actual thing.
5: We like... I think this might be like the sixth time we've mentioned it yeah. on the podcast.
1: <laughs> it's still every time every time there's a hurricane I'm like man the fucking government follows goddamn Waffle House it's that thing where it's like it's it's, you, price, just, though. you say it you do like this makes no sense but it's the truth yeah. and you're just like the fuck I the need- areas
3: where waffle houses recover the quickest are usually not that bad off right the beach in my town that got obliterated by hurricane ian their waffle house is gone look at the rest of the town
0: I need to- it's a pretty Test telling meetings. indicator i need to
3: go I to the waffle, house. You know, the waffle house down the road for me is open still though i, I, need I remember to- when
4: the waffle house near me got taken away by a tornado
0: <laughs> i, I- cry. i didn't mean legit what do you do when
3: <sighs> your only indicator is gone
0: two clarifications. One, I need to go to a Waffle House. And two, I think Quantum would definitely be the, the brother in Friday the 13th, the third one where the shit popped off. He was the first one out on foot. Like, fuck that. I'll go for the cops. Just boom! Gone! Like, he, you did not see that you did not see that brother till the end of the movie when they went back to Camp
5: Crystal Lake <laughs> with the police. Why do I really want to be LL Cool J? I'm fine with that. <laughs> what do I really want to be? LL Cool J. I just want to be cooking shit, surviving sharks, and messing with my pet bird up until I get to the surface. Here's the
0: thing, though. LL Cool J survived two horror movies: Deep Blue Sea right? and Halloween H2O. Yo, I forgot about that. <laughs> I rewatched Halloween H2O, and you know what? I like it. I
5: don't care. I like it. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. I.
0: That and Jason. I need to
5: rewatch so many horror movies, man. Ah, oh
0: god. You can watch it 365, 365, because my I, my brother still has his shutter account for two more days.
5: Nice, nice. Yo, speaking of accounts, though, I'm 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 gonna have to say it. I'm gonna have to say it. Let
0: me guess. Let me guess. You're gonna can- you're finally cancel the HBO Max.
5: Yes, I can't support them.
0: The I'm only. Th- okay.
5: I swear to God. The only time. The only time I'm gonna have it, and I know I'm gonna sell my literal soul for it by having it. It's just gonna be for our flag. of means S season two, and then I'm out.
0: Oh, what about Last of Us?
5: No, okay.
1: Ooh, not even that. That looks so good, though.
5: I can't support them.
1: I mean, that's fair. That's fine. I, that's fair. I, I, I,
5: I'm officially boycotting Warner's personally now. That's
1: fine. I support you with that decision. Yeah,
5: I'm gonna try because obviously no. the uh, the shit we talk about. But it's like, dude, how else are we gonna do anything unless no. we can fucking stop supporting them with our money?
1: Yeah. I am cracking up Though I know we're, like, going on a full-on tangent. Um, but, uh, like, so many people are talking about, you know, like, oh, it was a leak! Wink, wink. Um, oh, Black Adam? Yeah, and I'm just like, mm, was it though? It. Was it? Or did you see that all the pre-sale tickets for this movie aren't really anything? So you're like, how else can we drum up excitement?
5: Yeah, because, like... Even The Rock being like, "I've been trying to do this for fifteen years to make this movie." It's like, you know why? Because no one wanted it.
0: Yeah, we wanted Shazam versus Black Adam. We don't want a Black Adam movie. Yeah,
5: like don't get me wrong. It's it. It seems like it'll be interesting, but again, like not enough. Well,
1: it's I just I get like it's just sort of hitting that like I think boredom level where I'm like, oh, The Rock is playing The Rock.
5: I am see that's gonna be the thing. I'm like. I really need to hear whether or not he's actually playing Black Adam or if this is Black Adam by The Rock.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I was spoiled, which I'm kind of glad because I still don't want to see Black Adam. I saw it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not. And you I saw I, it? I saw it. No, the spoiler. I saw the spoiler. Um, it it got me hyped, but not hyped enough to see the movie. It got me hyped to see something else. So what I'm mean? assuming
5: there's like some kind of cameo or some introduction of a hero that's never been on film before.
2: Mm. Mm.
5: Close. Yeah, that's the only thing that would make any kind of like waves to get people to go watch it. Because at this point, I swear to God, that shit's calculated.
0: Well, yeah. It, it was originally because I wanted to see because um, the actor is playing Hawk um, Hawkman. Like, dude is deserving to get like getting to where I feel like he should have been a big star by this point. So to finally get, th- I don't think the movie's gonna do well this weekend. But, eh. 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 we'll see. I'll fuck keep Warner my eyes. Brothers. I'm with Issa Rae. Fuck Warner Brothers. You're gonna support a, f- a motherfucker and still release the movie that should not be fucking coming out. I'm not watching The Flash next year. Fuck yeah. Fuck that. Watching. I'm not oh. watching Flash so
5: Mm-mm. flash it no fuck that i will, I will did, you hear that? did you hear that ezra miller fucking uh uh pleaded not guilty to the to the burglary charges what? you know what before we go on a rant thank you for <laughs> listening to the space i
0: Collective podcast especially this episode <laughs> i want to thank everyone for joining us on this episode it was a
5: lot of fun. That was our uh, next week. Who will die first? And <laughs> yo, know, place your bets now. Which one of you motherfuckers are gonna die tomorrow? First, mm,
0: probably. probably
5: me. Probably. Yeah. We'll we'll see. I feel like a lot of you guys have decent self-preservation instincts. I think leave.
3: Maybe. Okay, but see, if damn. Dave, if this leave is not even that's
1: uh, <laughs> hard. One changes, changes the rules, though, because, yes. like, you're like, mmm, okay, fuck it. <laughs> because this
5: is also that thing of, like, this, this is going to be interesting because when I say I'm trying to kill you, inherently, this game treats death very differently than D&D. Inherently.
1: Would you say that death... You are supposed was just the beginning. to die.
5: It's it's more like the the whole yeah, that was situation of fine. it is yeah, like yeah, a yeah. horror heard, movie you, where by all been. by all means and accounts you should not survive. If the if the narrative plays out the way it's going to play out, you will not survive. It's going to be up to you guys to figure out your way to survive, and it is not combat based. I mean, there is combat in the game somewhat, but it's like. The, like It literally says it in the manual, and I'm assuming most of you haven't seen it in the manual, and that's fine. But it I literally, have it. it. So you read it. Have you seen the part about how um, uh, um, in this game, every violent encounter is meant to kill you?
3: Yes. It, it is specified that violent encounters should be avoided at all costs because they are in fact lethal. So this game
5: inherently treats it very differently than D&D. That's why I'm kind of interested in using this for the specific one-shot we're doing right now. Because it is very horror-themed, not just in the way of, like, the material. It's horror-themed in the way that you guys have to think about the gameplay. It's different than D&D. It is fun role-playing, and it is role-playing in that same way. But the rule sets make it feel like a slightly different game in a way that may be new to you guys.
3: Yeah. It's like
5: that's why I want you to experience it. Because there's a lot of awesome fucking fun role playing games out there that are just as interesting. This is one of those like smaller ones that I think is like really amazing that I've gotten to play with some people. um, and I really want to share this with you guys. So I hope you guys have fun with it.
4: I think we're gonna have a
0: fucking blast. And then until then, have you have a happy Deaf Day.
1: Have we still (laughs) been recording this whole fucking time? Sit down.